This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Coming up on You Need Therapy. The process of therapy is kind of like looking in a mirror, somebody sitting across from you and helping you see what you can't see about yourself. I started to realize that not being an expert isn't a liability, it's a real gift. If we don't know something about ourselves at this point in our life, it's probably because it's uncomfortable to know. If you can die before you die, then you can really live. There's a wisdom at death's door. I thought I was insane, yeah. And I didn't know what to do because there was no internet. I don't know, man, I'm like, I feel like everything is hard. Hey y'all, my name is Kat. I'm a human first and a licensed therapist second. And right now, I'm inviting you into conversations that I hope encourage you to become more curious and less judgmental about yourself, others, and the world around you. Welcome to You Need Therapy. Okay. (laughs) So I'm here today with our returning, returning, returning permanent guest. You're a permanent guest. Tara, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So we have a couple things we're going to chat with you guys about. And two of them have nothing to do with each other. So we'll just get to that later. But we want to start talking about, you know, Tara and I started this recurring series. series. Yes, a series (laughs) called The Difference Between, where we will talk about something that is related to mental health or therapy and then look at how it has kind of been misshapen through, is that a word? It is. Okay, misshapen through pop culture and the world and then talk about the difference between how people are seeing it and how it's talked about now versus what the true inherent meaning is. And you know, something that we haven't talked about, which seems a little like we're backtracking, is we haven't actually talked about what is therapy versus 
what we are saying it is on the TikTok and the Instagram and all of that. So movies. Yeah, movies, TV shows, which I'm not going to give a spoiler. I'm going to try not to. But just in case I do, this is my warning that I have no idea what's about to come out of my mouth. But there's a new show called Shrinking. And I've watched all the up-to-date episodes. I think there's four. Right? I think there's four. Yeah, it's in on Apple. Apple TV. You've watched three. Yes. And I've got to say, it's a good show. Right? It's a great show. Okay. It's, it's great TV. Star cast. Yes. It's great These TV. people are great with what they do. I'm going to ask you what your initial response was when you were watching it. But when I was watching it you know, shrinking. It's about therapists. And I was sitting there watching the show about this therapist who lacks many important boundaries between him and his client clients. And I had some moments where I was like, dang, that was smart. And then I like a couple seconds later, I'm like, stop it. No, that's not smart. We can't do that. And I kept having this experience of like, almost like a longing to be able to do some of these things because in the moment they seem pretty cool and like, Oh, that's, that was a actually really creative idea to get that client out of their comfort zone or out of their box and kind of whatever. But then as you keep watching the show, you're reminded why we do have certain boundaries and this is a TV show. So they can curate how they want things to go so they might be doing something that's really kind of dangerous, but they can like make it work just right. So when you were watching it, what did you think? I mean, I had a lot of those same reactions where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, be a real person. Yes, right? yeah. Like, as a therapist, just sit in front of this person like you're a real person and you're like I can't take this like this is so bad what's going like you keep doing the same thing you've got to stop doing the same thing or whatever and then also just this awareness of like absolutely not that like I know why I know why immediately we don't do those things this is where there might be a spoiler so if you haven't watched the show yet I don't think it's really giving anything away but there's this there's a couple clients that it follows and we've all well, most therapists, I think I have, and I'm pretty sure you have, have had clients where we just want to be like, oh my gosh, just do this and everything will be better. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually done that. Yeah. And in the show, he has, the therapist has a breaking point where he's just, and it has to do with his own stuff and his own stressors in life. What's funny is you see the immediate response is that it made everything better. Mm -hmm. And then as the show goes on, you'll more information is revealed and you'll see why we don't tell people what to do. Mm -hmm. You've had clients where you've wanted to do that. And so what keeps you from just being like, oh my gosh, uh, have you seen Because I Said So? It's a movie with... Yeah, it's, it's a, it was like years ago. Yeah, it was very old. Uh -huh. Not very old, but it's Is it older. like Diane Keaton or something? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. And Lorelai Gilmore, I don't know what her name is, her real name. So she's a therapist and she has a client that is like talking about, I think it must be suicide. And she has a breaking point. I think she needed to like get somewhere or something I don't know but she looks at the client she said you've been talking about this you've been talking about killing yourself for years in my office so either do it or don't something like that it was something along the lines of that and in the moment if you're watching that you're like oh you know she's telling him like it is and he's getting some some tough love and hopefully that will make him better and in the show I think it does like make him better oh but you can't say that yeah. I would never say that to somebody. But it's interesting because in the movie, again, it works out. 
because they can curate it to work out. And those aren't real people with real life circumstances and real stressors. And there's not a real story behind why he might be feeling that, that you're connected to. So I just wanted to start before we get into like what we think therapy is versus what it is. We can start with what it's not according to TV shows. Are there any shows that you think portray it well? There's maybe a couple of things I've seen like in the middle midst of a show, you know, not where it was about therapy, but where someone went and there were a couple of obscure part where it wasn't the the whole part of the movie or the show, but it happened in the midst of it. And I thought, oh, they did a pretty decent job maybe with this particular moment. I mean, actually, there's that show Jenny and George on Netflix. I've never seen it. Oh, it's just a silly little dramedy teen family situation but the girl she's like 15 or something she's self-harming and she goes to therapy and I actually think her therapist is a pretty good accurate representation and there's Mm -hmm. even a moment where her mom like shows up the therapist didn't know her mom was coming and she says in front of the mom to her that's not how this works this is her time to the client who's an adolescent you know and I just think she does a great job she's pretty accurate it's like basic kind of talk Mm -hmm. therapy stuff but that's like one scene where I was like oh okay this is a good way of handling Mm -hmm. this moment you know Mm -hmm. but there's a lot that are weird and yeah (laughs) or it's like oversimplified yes and in shrinking what is interesting and I would love to hear people's interpretations that are watching this whether you guys are are just normal folk not therapists professionally or whether you're a therapist and what comes up but it's interesting because they have three therapists in this show and one of them is like very like by the book very boundaried very like regulated no emotion like the blank slate and then there's the one that has no regulation and then I don't really know much about the other one we haven't seen her as a therapist we've only seen her as like a a friend which she seems cool But I think that's really interesting because it's like there are these two ways to be like over the top, like no boundaries, like you don't have a lot of thought about what your behaviors are and how they're going to impact your clients versus I have every single wall up that I could put up as a therapist and I'm using them all at once. Uh, One of the things I think that comes up in TV and also just in maybe in people's sort of stereotypical view of what happens in therapy is the therapist sit across from me, nods says mm, mm-hmm, makes little noises and then asks me what I feel about everything I say how did that make you feel exactly and that's it they don't ever tell me anything they don't ever you know no information right they just that's all that's happening the whole time and I think that that's what I would say that's not what therapy is also maybe a good caveat or disclaimer would be this may be what some some of the things we say that is not what therapy is supposed to be might be what some therapists are doing (laughs) and wait that's what my therapist does yeah Yeah. and it might be what is happening hopefully that's not the only Only thing that's happening i mean maybe that's what we're saying right now and if it is then i think there's some skills lacking have you had because I've had clients that have come to me and I'm like, I always ask about their previous therapy and what they liked, what they didn't like. And a lot of what I hear, what people don't like is I just felt like my therapist just sat there and she didn't really, or he didn't really say anything. And I'm looking for a little bit more information. Like I just want some help. I want some guidance sometimes. And it was just like, if I wasn't talking, they would just like stare at me. And I wonder if that is a product of how therapy just is, 
it's always evolving. And when I was in school, we were taught very basic skills. And I went in, into being a therapist with those very basic skills. And if you don't know anything different, how are you going to do anything different? But what was helpful for me as a, a therapist in training is I got to see other therapists not be that way. So I got to see therapists use self-disclosure. I got to see therapists ask questions, which is something that some people are like, don't, you shouldn't be asking questions. And it's like, well, sometimes that's helpful. And so I got to see that. And so that, then I got to weave things together. But I think some people don't, it's like, that's what they're taught. Paraphrase, repeat back. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a million reasons like why people have, you know, a very specific or uh, a more monolithic set of skills. And that's, again, that's not wrong. Actually, I think a lot of people would go into a therapy experience and and just have them, you know, being attentive, reflecting back and saying, how do you feel? And would get a lot out of that because you feel very seen. And someone is just with you without needing anything from you. Like those two things are very powerful for human beings to experience. And so I think, again, like it worked because it was giving people that thing that that you need. And, you know, I think there's always been people who um, were probably pushing the envelope on development and trying to do different things. And, you know, just like everything, just like all sciences and medicine and everything, it's grown and it's evolved. And we see that there's a lot of different ways to do it. And so I do think it is growing with the times sort of thing where that is different than what it was. Yeah. What I want to do is I want to read some of these responses that I got because I think what you just said was there's more than one way to be a therapist and there's more than one way to experience therapy. People go to therapy for more than one thing. And so that's going to then have impact on how a therapist might show up. And it doesn't have to be just this one extreme or the other. It's allowed to be a lot of combinations of both of those things interwoven plus other things. Yeah. I'll just say off top like some of the what I when I think about what is what I would like for therapy to not be or what I don't think therapy is in my experiences. It's not someone just asking you how you feel all the time. It's not someone giving you the answers, giving you advice or telling you what to do with your problems. And it's also not just someone to talk to. Can I add one? Yeah. It's not just somebody to make you feel better. Because I think that's a part that like, my therapist is such a blah, blah, blah. I went to go feel better about this thing. And they, if you don't get the feedback that you're, it's like not, what is it that, uh, what was that? movie called the documentary that Jonah Hill did Stuts. Stuts. okay so I didn't watch the whole thing which I will I do need to finish it I got a little bored you know sometimes when see that's why shrinking such a good show that's right because real therapy is not that interesting all the time not all the time it was not your therapy session but I sometimes I get over stimulated with that I like to like actually not be watching a documentary on something that I do all day it's like I'd want to watch a documentary on like dinosaurs or something well not really but you know what I mean I do so so anyway he said in there I gotta make sure I say this right he said it's very interesting because therapists aren't going to just tell you what to do they don't give you advice but it's weird because we go to our friends and we get advice and we go to therapist and they 
I don't know, help us figure it out. And you want it to be the opposite. Like you want to like go to your friends and you should just be able to like speak freely. But I think that's important to note that like a therapist isn't there to tell you what to do, but they're also not there just to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. And that's good to have that understanding, all those things that you said before you go into an experience of therapy. So I'm going to read these things that you guys said. I asked on Instagram, like, how, what do you think therapy is? How would you define it? If you were like telling a friend that had never been before, never heard of it before, what would you say? And I got some interesting, some funny responses. So I'm just going to read some. Some of them are kind of similar, so I won't read them all. Hey guys, Kat here. And I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you You Need Therapy after you check out. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. One of my favorite ones was a response. I didn't know you could do this, but um, this person just sent me a song. And they sent me Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson, which I was like, that is pretty creative. And that uh, same person also said, it's your safe space, which I like. One person said, talking to someone about all the weird stuff going on in your head and why it's going on. 
a safe, caring, non-judgmental space where all feelings are welcomed to be explored. And then that same person was like, there's actually not enough space in here to tell you what I really want to say. So I'm sure that person had to like condense that. A place to help and give you tools to make sense of chaos and confusion that can give you hope. Where you can share emotions with a neutral, insightful human to help process plus heal. I really like when people say, like, to help process. I'm not processing for you. I'm helping kind of guide that. Mm -hmm. Two people said, one person gave more detail on this, but uh, I don't watch Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives, that's the... That's different than Real Housewives. Okay, Desert Houses is that show that was on a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that? No. Okay, well, apparently one of the char- characters said, therapy is like a talk show where I'm the guest and the only topic is me, <laughs> which is like kind of right. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. A safe space to get all your stuff out. This person said validation and a little and little tidbits of feedback that make you say, wow. What do you think about that? Like therapy being a place to be validated. Does that fit? Well, I think validation might be understood in in some different ways or it it can mean different things. Like your experience of something is always valid because it is Mm -hmm. your experience. What you do with it is a different story, I think, right? Like your behavior isn't always valid. My behavior isn't always valid. What's happening internally in my experience of something, Mm -hmm. sure, it's valid. It's my experience. Mm-hmm. It's valid enough for me to be with it, to mm-hmm. dig into it. I can't be like, you're not having that experience. You're That's like, right. but I literally am. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I think about it just as valid, not necessarily right, the way we think about things being right or wrong. I say a lot of times like, yeah, that is totally valid 100%, but that doesn't lead to justification. Mm-hmm. Those things can be a little different. They can both be true, but also can be different. Somebody else said a place to sort de-escalate and find clarity a place where you can learn coping strategies for the struggles in your life a space to hold a space to hold space for whatever you were feeling and need in that moment an unbiased opinion about how to best process life and experiences you got some good answers you guys are so smart i really want to find one that i'm like that's not right (laughs) that's what i was thinking okay so i recently had a little debate with a friend of mine because he said I forgot what poll I, I'd put up. Oh, I put up a poll on my Instagram that was like, I was watching Parks and Rec and I have never watched it before. It's I'm new to it and I love new girls. So I put a poll and I was like, you can only save one and you had to pick one. And it was way skewed towards new girl. And my friend was like, well, that's because your followers are biased because the people that follow you are people that are going to be more like you. And I was like, that's not true. The, Which like is the algorithm. Is that what she's saying? Well, <laughs> well maybe, but really they, I think they were saying like, if people follow you, they're more likely to have your opinion because they're following you yeah. because they like something about you or yeah. you're like them. Like I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of men who sure. follow me sure. or my following isn't, highly into sports like they might be into sports but i'm not a sports person so people aren't following me that for that so i put all these other polls up and you guys might have noticed this if you follow me but i had some like random polls one night and it was just to test that out it was like would you rather go to the mountains or an all-inclusive resort or something like that or beer or wine or there was another one and all of them were like highly favored one way or the other and i was just thinking in my head this doesn't mean anything this doesn't confirm your opinion but it does Uh and so that's why I think 
maybe a lot of the people that are following me have ex- real experiences with therapists. Mm-hmm. You guys might listen to the podcast so you have more understanding in that. So maybe I should widen my search. I need to go down the street and ask people what they think it is. Because don't you think a lot of people really would be like, it's a place to get advice, tell you what to do. I know a lot of people who have never been to therapy. And that is, I'm pretty sure what they think it is. Mm-hmm. Advice or just someone to talk to. And they're like, I already talked to people. people. What am I going to get out of therapy so, that I can't get from a friend? That's right. Or the whole... I don't really need therapy. I'm not having an extreme mental yes. health crisis. Yes, I'm mostly okay. Mm-hmm. It's like I need to be having a heart attack before I go to the doctor yes. sort of mentality. Yes. It's very interesting. So we're going to play you two clips of therapists that are not Tara or I explaining their idea and interpretation of what therapy is and what the process of therapy is. One is much more detailed than the other, which I really like because they can be detailed and it can be really simple depending on how you really want to cut it up. So let's start. The longer one? Yeah. Yeah. This is Hannah Owens who has been Mm -hmm. on the podcast before. She's a therapist in Nashville. Therapy is the brave step of saying I need help. And then... The process of therapy is kind of like looking in a mirror, somebody sitting across from you and helping you see what you can't see about yourself or helping clean the mirror so that you can see yourself more clearly, whether that's understanding and processing emotions or negative thoughts or relationships. And therapy can include healing things from the past adjusting or changing things in the present, giving you skills to manage the stress or the symptoms that you have. And you can work on all sorts of things from how do I deal with my anxiety when it comes up to how do I have healthy relationships to what are my values? How do I connect spiritually? Who am I? All of those things can be addressed in therapy in the process of having someone come alongside you and getting to know yourself and identifying what steps you need to take to become more of who you are. I really liked when she said, clean the mirror. Mm -hmm. It's like a mirror and then sometimes we help you clean the mirror. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, we have used that in our group before, Hannah and I, that ending an experiential too, where, you know, life is happening to all of us and life, the thing that's reflecting Mm -hmm. us back to ourselves through relationships, through experiences, we start to make interpretations about ourselves based on what's happening out there, Mm -hmm. right? So like, you know, my parents never come to my game. That's a thing out there, a mirror. I see myself through Through that. that. What do I see about myself in that action? I see that I'm not very important or I'm not supported. Or So on my mirror, I start to see that kind of stuff about myself. I'm not important. And so when you come to therapy, you try to find where did that actually come from? What is the truth about that experience? And how can we start to write a more clear truth that isn't necessarily something that is negative meaning about you so yeah I love that one too it's a great image I was talking to a newer client recently and I talk about stories like or metaphors a lot and it is so like that metaphor of what therapy is is so 
powerful that just giving a definition of the actual thing, it doesn't get as deep, you know? For sure. Well, essentially that's attachment theory, right? Yes. But if we yes. were to read the definition of attachment, it You'd wouldn't be. Like, huh? <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Huh? And that I like that because yeah, those the words that are in a definition don't have as much of a, a landing, a soft landing as, oh, I know what that means yeah. in the experience of looking in a mirror and I know that different mirrors can do this and that. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. One. Interesting. Okay. Let's listen to the other one. So this is Amanda Morrow, who's also a therapist uh, that we know. Therapy is the process of using a single person or a group to work through events, feelings, beliefs, values in a person's life that is either holding them back or helping to move them forward. Much more simple. Yeah. So, yeah, I like both of those. They essentially are saying very similar things, one with diff- just different language. Yeah. I wrote one. Okay, let's hear it. It's also, I tried to, I was like, if I were to make this really succinct, if I were to have to yeah. like not ramble on about it for five sentences, what would I say? And it's interesting because I, I think... Was that hard? It, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I had, it was hard. <laughs> if you know me, then Yes. <laughs> But I think part of where I went with it was also some of what brought this up for me, which was what do people actually think I'm doing? You know, I wasn't also thinking like, what am I experiencing as the client? But like, what do people think I'm doing in the room? Because if people just think I'm sitting there asking people how they feel like, I'm insulted. <laughs> if people just think I, like only you mean like random people in the world. When yeah. you say I'm a therapist, what do people think you yeah. do? Well, what? Okay. Before you say that, okay. let's talk about this. When you tell somebody you're a therapist, what's the response you get? Usually, oh, wow. Isn't that hard? Uh, yep. That's, That's one. a big one. There's How do you leave it? Like, don't you think of more oh. about, about people and worry about people all the time? Mm-hmm. Those are two big ones. One that bothers me is, oh, I bet you're just psychoanalyzing everything that we're oh, doing yes, right now. Oh, yes, that's the third. Yes. <sighs> like, you're psychoanalyzing me right now. You're yes. right. I'm just all over the place judging you and trying to figure out how I can, like, you know, get in there and tell you that everything you're doing wrong. When really it's, I'm just being yeah. a person. Yes, that's right. But I think a lot of times when I think about what people think I'm doing, it is like, oh, you must just sit there and Mm. listen to people talk about hard stuff all day. And you just like rub them on the back and pat them on the Mm -hmm. leg. And I'm like, little do you know, we really aren't supposed to touch our clients. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So what did you end up writing? I wrote it kind of in the perspective of what is the therapist rather than like what is therapy, which I think speaks to both. So I wrote the therapist is a person with specific skills that help a person think and feel and find their way through experiences in life that a person can't seem to find their way through on their own with their own best efforts. Okay. I'm going to start with the first sentence. Was that one sentence? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start with the first <laughs> Long part. one. I'm going to start with the first part of the sentence. A therapist is a person with specific skills. Yes. I like that. And I, I felt you know like, why. <laughs> yes. Because a therapist is not just somebody who like, you know, likes to listen. And I had to learn how to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, I want to be one. So I'm going to just go to the school, get the certificate and then be it. It's like, you know, you learn skills that are specific to then do what a therapist does. That's why a therapist and a coach are also different. Mm-hmm. But that's And another, your friends. And, and your friends are different. Yes. Anybody, everybody's right. different. 
And then read the second half of that. Helps a person think, feel, and find their way through experiences that they haven't been able to find their way through with their own best efforts. Okay, that's I love that. We're helping somebody do all these things. So we're not doing it for them. Mm-hmm. We're not telling them exactly what to do. We're helping them do these things that they might have tried to do on their own. But some of the things that nobody can do completely on their own yeah. that were... Um, So it's not even about the lack of ability per person. I like that. Yeah. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You know, you when you said I was I wrote it from the perspective of what somebody thinks I'm doing versus what a client thinks I'm doing. I think I get more, I don't know if concerned is the right word, but I think more about what a client thinks I'm supposed to do than what a random person thinks I'm doing because I'm like, well, I don't really know what you do at work either. And I have respect for that. There's probably some skill involved. Like Patrick, who's an accountant, I don't understand anything he talks about. And maybe I could understand it better. (laughs) I probably should listen to him with a more open <laughs> ear. So I'm I'm less concerned about that kind of stuff just because I don't find myself as concerned with that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I am more concerned with when a, somebody walks into my office, what are they expecting of me versus like, what am I actually here to give them? Mm-hmm. And I think that it is worth having this conversation just so people who go to therapy know, like when I go into therapy, if I am getting somebody who's just like, here are one, two, three steps, go do them and come back. You might not be getting therapy. You might just be getting like some, I don't know, I would call that advice. Yeah, it's that just like, like advice. advice. Uh-huh. Some coaching. I think mm-hmm. coaching is very different than therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was thinking about this as we were talking and you were you were saying about the shrinking thing mm-hmm. to come back to that. Why wouldn't I, you know, as a therapist engage in some of those like lack of boundary things like, you know, just telling a person, look, you just need to break up with that person. They're an asshole. Or let me go help you with this X situation that you're really scared about. Let me go, go with, with you, you and I'm going to help you. And then we're going to debrief. And one of the biggest reasons that I'm thinking of right now that I wouldn't do that is because the reason therapy is so effective for people to really be able to drop into themselves is because they are not, it's not a mutual relationship. Whereas I don't bring any of me into the room that isn't my professional self. Mm. Like I'm a person that all the rest of the people in my life that I'm in personal relationships with know a whole bunch of what's going on inside about my le- my life and my feelings mm-hmm. about my things. And what makes therapy such a fulfilling and like life-giving and energy-filling experience for clients is they don't have to hold that for me at all. Yeah. And if I start to do some of those things, I've tipped those scales in to varying degrees. If I start to move myself as a person, not a professional, because my personal self might say to someone, that guy's an asshole. I wish you would leave him. Yes. As a person, I would feel that way. And I might say that to a friend. But that's my shit, really. It re- that's mine. And until you get there in yourself, I can invite that for you. I can give permission for you to do that. I can try to move blocks out of the way that we might find. But that's mine. And but I can't just hand it to you. Yeah, and that's you getting the client to a place that you think they would want to be, yeah. which is we can't, I, I don't can't know. know that. I was talking recently to somebody about a relationship and, and, you know, so many, so often people are like, should I break up with him? Should I not? Should I do this? And it's okay. Well, let's talk about me telling you yes or no would be my, again, personal idea of what would bring you the most happiness. But that is that I'm seeing that through my lens of what Mm -hmm. would bring me the most happiness. Yes. And so if I said, yeah, you should, I don't know if that's actually what your being and your body and you as a person who you are and the things that come with you, if that actually would bring you that happiness, it would, it would make me happier, Mm -hmm. but we're not talking about my relationship. That's right. And so it's a very interesting and like, I'm not always the best at it. Sometimes I have to be like, whoa, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Or maybe like, hmm, you gave too much. Or I mean, I'm constantly making sure that I I am staying in the lines that I want to stay in. And when I don't, what's really nice is we have this thing called repair. Well, we can apologize to our clients and say like, hey, yeah. I messed up. I realized that this was not about whatever. But with like stuff like self-disclosure and sharing something, yeah. I find myself as a very relational therapist. Mm-hmm. But I'm not telling you so much about, you know, the conversation my boyfriend and I had the night before about our future plans because, like, that's weighing on me. I'm probably not going to tell you the conversation I had about future plans with my boyfriend at all. But I think sometimes that can get confusing where we want to relate. And that's why a lot of times clients, they want to be like, how are you? Like, what's going on? Like, and I'll just be like, I'm good. Let's get into it. Yeah. I feel like we only talk about me. It's like, well, because if I told you what's going on in my life, you probably would be sitting here thinking about how I'm thinking about you. 
versus which they're already doing that anyway yeah or my life instead of yours yeah, yes yeah be worried about me what, yeah and how I'm feeling and if I told you like let's say I had a, a fight with my boyfriend and I moved out and all this stuff which he would be moving out because I own this house <laughs> but still then they would be like oh my gosh do you need to take the day off yeah. I do not want my clients worrying about how I'm doing I'm good and I will go take care of myself yeah I mean self-disclosure and transparency stuff so is hard. where it gets really that's where the 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 Harrison Ford versus yes Jason what's his face Siegel Siegel gets blurred like there that's the in-between you know and I am definitely not a therapist who doesn't ever self-disclose and I am one who does that with a lot of thought and intention and so and every client is getting something different That's based right. on that client. That's right. That I think what is what's really important is that I might look really rigid to one client. I might look yeah. more like a Harrison Ford to one client. Yeah. Other client might be like, oh, I would say she's more like Jason Siegel. And that has a lot to do with our ability to make judgments, clinical judgments based on what the clients need, which goes back to, I don't know if this was one of the first conversations we had, but we had a conversation about that post that a therapist had put up about if your if your therapist won't tell you their political yeah. views dear god that really boiled my blood and part of that is because we have the ability to make cl clinical judgments based on the skills that we have as that's right therapists. that's right it's my job to manage those parts of myself yeah enough to where everything i'm doing is working in the best interest of you and your needs yeah so there's a lot of, you know, things that we have to navigate through and around to do that. But it's our job to mm -hmm. do that very thoughtfully and carefully. And, you know, I might sometimes to certain clients using that scenario of, you know, just leave him. He's an asshole. I might sometimes instead say something like, I am feeling so sad that you were talked to like that mm -hmm. because like you're a really incredible human being okay that, yeah that's like that's there isn't I'm a human right and you can I'm with you and there is a bit of like I just shared something about my own feeling but it was in reference to you and it was in the context of we have a relationship it's and a I professional you, one but I still care about I you. can speak about our relationship professionally in that kind of way that is also intimate and meaningful so there uh, are ways I like that I really like that you just said that because I yeah I don't want especially if there's therapists out there listening like you're allowed to share what comes up for you in that space but you're not sharing oh that makes me sad because it reminds me of that this one time that this person did this to me and I just want you to stand up for yourself so you're not feeling what I felt back then that's very different this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay, now we're going to switch gears. I told you one of the things we were going to talk about has nothing to do with um, what we just talked about. And... It is something that came up for me at work this week because you will see on Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, Facebook, these quotes or these, I mean, you'll even hear it. There's, I'm sure there's podcasts just about this topic. You'll hear people talk about boundaries and how no is a complete sentence. And I do not think that always applies, which to some people might be a hot take. Oh, yes, it is. No, it's a complete sentence. You don't ever have to explain yourself. So what comes up for you when I say that? Yeah, I think, you know, the, it's the just the always never thing. This is what we get in trouble with, with throwing sentences out there like that. That's like, okay, I want, you know, we want to grab people's attention and give them permission for a thing that is not commonly talked about or said in such a way but it often leaves out that gray of it can be a complete sentence and there's a lot of things that I would want to share more about (laughs) yeah I would certain people I, I would change this quote and I would say no is a complete sentence and sometimes it's kind to give more information Yes, wordy. It's not as catchy. It's not as catchy. <laughs> it's not as catchy. That's not going to be the, the sound bite that some, somebody's like, ooh, <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that podcast because I just said no, sometimes is a complete sentence and sometimes you need more information to be kind. <laughs> like, no, it's like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, that's mind blowing. That came up for me because I was talking with somebody who's more of a, a people pleaser and they couldn't wrap their mind around, like, I can't just, if, if my friend's coming to me needing something and I really don't have the capacity for it. I just can't find myself just saying, no, I don't have time for you. Or just no. Hey, can I come over? I need to talk. No. And I'm like, well, because you would never say that. Like you having boundaries and you allowing yourself to take care of yourself doesn't have to sound like that. Like Mm -hmm. what is another way you can say like, I don't have the space for that. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say I don't have the space for that right now. Mm-hmm. But you said something earlier when I when I was talking about that, and you said, "Well, because that's rude." Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, well, let's do. Ask me. Tell me. Okay. Ask me, and I'll just say it, and we'll let people know why. Okay. Yeah, guys, write down your notes of what your observations are in this um, interaction. So, Tara, I'm having a really hard day. Can I come over? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's a complete sentence. Even before they finish theirs. That's, that's the hot that's take one. Yeah. You can say no before they ask. <laughs> but yeah, I feel as a friend, I will say I just felt really shut down. I'm very confused because one, you didn't even get to hear me out. <laughs> yeah. But I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here being very confused and a little bit hurt. I would say that this is not really a thing that makes sense in intimate relationships. I think it makes sense in dysfunctional relationships, mm-hmm. in very boundaried relationships, in maybe even like non-personal, like sort of professional. Like it doesn't feel like it makes sense in a intimate, really, like an emotionally intimate, mm-hmm. close and connected relationship. I think you get to a point where you trust someone so much where you can just say no. Like I've yeah. been with my partner for 13 years. There's a lot of stuff I can just be like, no. And it's not taken very personal at all because we know each other mm-hmm. and we know a whole bunch about everything that's going on behind most of those no's. And so, yeah, but in intimacy, but I he, would say so much more. Yeah. I was going to say like, you talking to your partner about that like asking a question they're going to know also what's really going on in your life probably but yeah in some of these friendships it's I might say let's say a boss said emails me can you stay after work tomorrow and do blah 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 no you don't have to give your boss an explanation of why you cannot work overtime you can just say no right but when your friend is having a moment and they're like do you have a second and you really don't it might be really helpful to that friend who you usually are very available for to hear why all of a sudden you don't have time for them. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where people probably get caught up is then what, right? Then they go into an over justification or they say, you know, instead of saying no, they're like, well, I wish I could, but, or I don't know. I have all this. Maybe I could switch some things around, but uh, right now it's not looking good. It's that kind of in between of like I'm not actually giving my answer directly I'm not saying I can't do that for you right now at all because I'm kind of avoiding it I'm being a little bit passive with how I'm saying I'm busy I have this I have that I'll try and then I never get around to it and so I think it's not going in either direction. It's more of the middle line, mm-hmm. you know, of saying we're like, wait, so can you or can you not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it could be something like if I like, what's a better way for me to ask? Hey, do you have time after we record this? I really have something I need to talk about, and I'm feeling really lost. I don't have time today. I'm really sorry that I won't be able to 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 sit with you for a little bit longer to talk about that. I might say something like. I have an appointment right after this that I have to make. I have had a really difficult day at work and it kind of zapped my energy. So I don't think I'll be able to show up very well for you. And then the great thing to throw on the end of any no is can we find another time? Mm -hmm. Now, that's if you. If I want to. Yeah. Yeah. And I I actually do want to. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because I was thinking I would say something like I. I mean, I have an appointment after this. I don't have the space. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. And that can literally be it. Yeah. Like, I don't have the time. I wish I could help you because I think, I mean, I'm not lying in that. If I had an appointment after this and I couldn't, I Mm -hmm. wish I could be there for you. I have an appointment. I'm really sorry you're going through that. And thanks for even sharing what you did share. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just have to be like, no, I can't. I got to go. And then you run out the door. Yeah. 
the reason I said like if you want to is sometimes we say like oh I can't but but maybe I can squeeze you in at this time it's like if you can't you can't Mm -hmm. and it's okay to say that it's okay to disappoint somebody else Mm -hmm. that's not what we're talking about what I'm really talking about is like we need to think about the people that we're in relationships with about like I mean it's that goal treat other people how you want to be treated yeah. i don't want you to not let me finish my sentence yeah. so i'm probably gonna finish i'm gonna let you finish your sentence and i'm gonna be a human being back to you i mean i would even say it's okay for other people to be disappointed rather oh. than it's okay for me to disappoint them that's that's a little therapist <laughs> little, that's a little thank you <laughs> okay <laughs> because i didn't do anything wrong right yeah. so i don't have to take ownership over their experience of it it's just the reality of the situation they yeah. have a need i can't meet it that probably does leave them feeling like there's a loss of some kind and that's okay and that's not my job that's yeah. not on me yeah. It's nice when I can. It's not my responsibility when I can't. Yeah. I like that. And actually, it does tie in with what we were talking about, too, of just talking about boundaries of our boundaries don't always have to be so rigid mm-hmm. or so diffuse where we're either like not able to give an answer or we are just cutting people off and leaving our relationships very dry. There is always a nice, gray, nuanced middle ground. Yes. And those boundaries are going to be different with different people just yeah. like they're different with different clients. Yeah. And to cue in back the the what is therapy, actually, it's, it's this. It's when we're in it, when you're in your life circumstance and you have only talked about these, had these kind of conversations a certain kind of way or seen it demonstrated a certain kind of way. So much of what I do with people a lot of times is just like give different words to mm-hmm. that kind of conversation. Like instead of just saying no I don't have the energy for you right now, which can feel abrasive for someone who's especially like kind of codependent or caring or mm-hmm. nurturing to say, just like helping them. Like, what about this word? Or what? Are, well, what is really going on? Mm-hmm. Why? And that's also therapy. What would it be like to say it this way? Would that feel like you? I yes. like that because one of the things that I think therapy is, is it helps people come back to the true version of who they are versus who they think other people expect them to be or who the world has taught them that they need to be. And that hits on that. Like if the world expects me to always be available, then I'm always available, but that's not me and that doesn't feel like me. But also being abrasive and cutting people off also doesn't feel like me. So therapy helps you get to a place where you can respond in a way that allows you to be you the most you way. And that is one of the reasons why we cannot tell you what to say. Yeah. Yeah, we can give you like ideas. I mean, that too makes me think of just asking like, well, what is it? What's going on? Why can't you do it? Like letting a person actually investigate. Mm -hmm. Why don't you want to, you know, go to Christmas with your so and so? Mm -hmm. Like get underneath just the reactive part of it to the truth about why it matters to you Mm -hmm. or what's happening for you. And then you want to say more than just no, because if these are people that are intimate relationships, you would want to share what you know about yourself with them Mm -hmm. to say, oh, here's actually what's happening for me in this. So no, I can't go and in that space with you. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's also why, you know, I would want to say more than just no, because I want people to know me. Yeah. I will say if you told me that you had had a really taxing time at work or something along those lines I think that also gives the that when you said like I can be disappointed but it doesn't mean you're disappointing me me I because of who I am 
might receive that differently than somebody else. I'd be like, thank God she told me that because mm-hmm. I want somebody who is able to be there with me in X, Y, Z. And I'm glad she just didn't do something because she felt obligated mm-hmm. versus somebody might be like, I'm, I'm a burden to you, which you don't get to decide if you're a burden to somebody. They get to decide that. And you didn't say that. Right. So anyway, I like that. And I'm glad that actually full circle came together. If you have any questions, feedback, thoughts, send them our way. If you want to give us your interpretation of therapy after listening to this episode, we'd also like that. Uh, I like hearing from you guys. You can follow the podcast at Uni Therapy Podcast and on Instagram, me at cat.defada. Tara does not want you to follow her because she doesn't have a public Instagram account, but it's not because she doesn't like you. No, I like you all. <laughs> I like you all, even though I don't know you. And that's going to do it. I'll be back on Wednesday for Couch Talks. And I hope you have the day, the moment, the hour, the second that you need to have. Bye. Bye. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.